So today we're going to start this podcast just a little bit different. I guess you could say this is the before or the pre-podcast podcast, so to speak. And we're going to start off with three different mm, quotations. And maybe they'll make sense. Maybe they won't. Maybe you'll understand them. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just stop listening altogether. But let's find out. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice and ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and posterity, do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. And that's the preamble of the constitution. Number two. The question before the house is one of an awful moment to this country. For my part, my own part, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. Should I keep back my opinions at such a time through fear of giving offense? I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country. 1775, Patrick Henry. Conservatives aren't friends of the Black Lives Movement, but they at least don't try to hide it. They're like wolves. They show their teeth in a snarl that keeps the movement always aware of where they stand with them. But the liberals are foxes who always show their teeth to the Black Lives Movement, but (laughs) they pretend that they're smiling. The liberals are more dangerous than the conservatives. They lure the people of the movement in. And as those people run from the growling wolf, they flee into the open jaws of the smiling fox. One is a wolf, the other is a fox. No matter what, they'll both eat you. Malcolm X, and this is the 2020 version, AKA Brian Matthews. Joe Biden said to Charlemagne the God of the Breakfast Club, you ain't black if you vote for Trump. Think about it. Malcolm X said, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make an innocent guilty and make the guilty innocent. Media has been a tool that has proven to influence the minds, ideas, behaviors, and attitudes of the masses. So is media a tool or the enemy of the people? Now this is quoted by techactivist.com or .org something like that so um i I left off with joe biden said to Charlemagne the god of the breakfast club you ain't black if you vote for trump i call them receipts think about it he went on one of the most popular soon to be i guess emmy award-winning talk show that pretty much caters to everyone but is pretty much directed towards you know the black brown Communities, however you want to look at it. And no, I know it's open, but you know, Sean McGuire is pretty slanted. And he made that statement. You tell me media is not a powerful, powerful tool? The question is, is it a tool or is it the enemy of the people? That's what I want you to think about. Now we're we're not even five minutes in, and I'm already hitting you with the hotness. Facts. Facts, people. In a short time, I'm taking you from 1775 to 2020 via 1964. And guess what? All of that is relevant. Here's the deal. Every time I make a hostile or controversial post, I'm waiting for someone to come at me sideways, call me out, AKA, 
cancel me. Now, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you have Christian ears or are easily offended, stop. Just stop now because it's not going to get any better, especially when it comes to the verbiage. Because I'm about to bring fire and brimstone through some cutter language. I know I won't get canceled, at least right now. Why? Because my voice isn't big enough. My platform hasn't reached the masses <laughs> yet. And number two, Facebook, they won't boost this simply because it is a controversial topic. I.e., is Facebook part of the problem? So this podcast is about cancel culture. Cancel culture is the phenomenon of promoting the canceling in quotations of people, brands and even shows and the movies that people may play in due to somewhat some consider to be offensive or problematic remarks or ideologies. Eh, this is nothing new. There's always been ways of people showing their discourse for certain uh, things they didn't like. But in this case, now we've, we've moved to what we call the cancel culture. Dr. Jill McCorkle, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr. Jill McCorkle, a professor of sociology and criminology at uh, Villanova University, told the Post that the root of cancel culture has been present through history. It, it's been around. Societies have punished people for behaving outside of perceived social norms for centuries. Now, she said this, uh, although this, they call it shunning, so to speak, this is just another variation. Cancel culture is an extension of a contemporary evolution of a much bolder set of social processes that we can see, like I said, banishment. We're kicking you out. We're ending you. We're canceling you. That's how they're talking about it. And I'll be honest with you, it's 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 no one is safe that's famous. Now, in context, this is fine. This is a form of exercising your First Amendment rights. You know, I'm, I'm I'll always promote my First Amendment rights. However, <laughs> However, when you attack people for their own personal beliefs, opinions, and views, well, that's just un-American. Or is it? Now, further in the editorials from the New York Post, um, it, it's basically stated that uh, J.K. Rollins and Ellen DeGeneres are among the latest famous faces to find themselves trending and declared over. Well, I get, why are they going after I, I really need to look and find out why they're going after Ellen. She's white, female, and gay. I figured they would be more boosting than breaking. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Twitter uses, uh, they use this, or that should say, the people use this tool, aka Twitter, as a digital platform, you know, and they've even condemned the Harry Potter author, Rawlings, you know, or, I guess he made some type of anti-trans comment along with denouncing singer rapper Doja Cat who had some racist comments in the, in the past when we had chat rooms that's so long ago. Uh, the Glee star Lee or Leah Michelle's alleged mistreatment of co-stars, which I don't get why she's got to be counts for that. Most stars do that anyway. But I guess you say that's nothing really to, to lose any sleep over, Brian. I mean, that's just like everyday Hollywood, right? BAM! Brown University pulls an article on its own gender dysphoria study about teens rapidly identifying as transgendered amid complaints that the research is transphobic. Brown University pulled an article touting its own study on the teens identifying as transgender after being exposed to online videos about it. 
<laughs> okay, that's an old argument I could throw in your face. The school said it received complaints from the community, i.e. trans community, that the research could invalidate perspectives of members in the transgender community. The research that also showed teens suddenly identifying as transgender could be influenced by the peer group who call themselves or who are called transphobic. I'm rolling my eyes right now. You just can't see it. So, yeah, booyah, son, in your face. There it is. It never fails. As soon as people fix their opinions about transgender, everyone all gets tight ass and hell starts to freeze over. So I guess when they're showing the egg frying in the pan in that old school commercial and say, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, I guess that's me saying, hey, you should try drugs. I want to try drugs because I want to get fried. You're enticing me to do drugs. Well, how about when Smokey, Smokey the Bear says, only you can prevent forest fires. Am I now a potential pyromaniac? Damn. I have been living wrong for the last, what, 46 years. God damn. I thought I was just supposed to say no. Okay, well, I guess I got to rethink this process. Now, the right or conservatives claim that the culture is from the left due to certain correlations around the views or their views in which liberals constantly they address, you know, the abortion and gay and trans and black, blah, blah, blah. That's that's just how the right looks at it, the point of finger. But I I can prove to you that cancel culture is not neither right or left. It's both. During Trump's going into becoming the man, a.k.a. the president of the United States, he didn't get canceled when he said, grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. <laughs> yeah. If you still, if you're still here, I, I, I warned you. I told you. It's coming. It's coming. It's just, it's going to be raw. See, these parasites to the point have Halle Berry apologizing for wanting to challenge herself by doing a role of a transgendered woman. Yet, where were the LBGTQ plus community in 2005 when Heath Ledger and Jay Gyllenhaal were playing two men that would revisit download activities? And I'm pretty sure everyone will say that Will and Grace, not everyone in that quote-unquote TV show was gay. Now, what really pisses me off about this whole Halle Berry apologies thing, she comes off saying, as a cisgendered woman, see, there you go, see, see, there it is. She's bending or conforming. Bullshit. I now understand that I should not have considered this role and that the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. As a cisgendered woman, really? Man, fuck that. I'm offended. I'm offended by that shit. You know what? Chris Hemsworth, Thor, portrayed a soldier in the movie 12 Strong. Oh, by the way, great freaking movie. He's not an American. You ain't canceled Thor because he's not American. I'm just going to make a decision. I'm going to make a decision, and that's that's what you do when you're mature, to not watch the freaking movie. Sorry, Christian, the Max Morris, or whatever your name is. See, that's what you do. When you don't like something, you decide not to watch, go, or participate. Truth be known, I probably wouldn't have watched it anyway. My bad. You can try and label me a phobe for not respecting the community. Make sure you spit the facts. Otherwise, I will sue you. And other than 
these internet gangsters running around here. You slander or defame my name. Whew, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you with lawsuits. So you can either do a written, which is defamation, or you can do it, um, um, what do you call it? Verbal, which is slander. However you want to do it, I'm coming at you. So make sure if you come at me, have your facts straight. Because anything that I say is not illegal. I'm not inciting or promoting anything that I don't feel that is of my own beliefs. Shoot. Now, although defamation of character is not a crime, it is a tort. It is wrong. Man, call me Denzel, man. Cause I'm a man on fire. I'm ready. Come on. Now, according to law.com, you can request financial recuperation for said action or activities. Financial consequences often go hand in hand with harm of reputation. And that's what the council culture does. It harms your reputation. Okay? So if they're not really doing anything per se illegal, and these people are coming at them to cause harm to their reputation, you know what? You say, Brian, you're speculating again. No, no, no. I don't speculate shit. I come with receipts. I come with facts. Check this out. Why am I spouting these, these uh, legal jargons? Because I want to get your attention. I want to provide them receipts. I told you. Here we go. A transgender Vox writer, quote unquote, she wrote on the site's editor complaining that a colleague's signature on a letter arguing against ideological conformity made her feel unsafe. I said it, her. It's a dude, I said her. It's a trigger word, unsafe, it's a trigger word. Think about that. Okay, okay, hold up, hold up, stop. Stop, stop, wait. Stop the freaking music. All right. Now, I hope this seems seamless because if it's seamless, I did a good freaking job. That's called quality production, you know? <laughs> anyway, what actually started as a bad night of recording, I now call divine intervention. Why is that, you ask? Nick Cannon, to me, of course, I'm going to say to me, most notable for knocking up Mariah Crazy Ass Carrie a couple times. Go big or go home, right, Nick? Go big or go home, my dog. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and of recently destroyed and disgraced by Eminem has cut ties with Viacom. This split was due to alleged anti-Semitic and hate speech on one of his podcasts. And I'm going to say alleged because I heard exactly what he said. And to me, maybe I'm biased. I didn't really hear anything that was threatening. But hey, here's the uh, CNN Entertainment article and the article is named Nick Cannon let go by Viacom CBS over anti-Semitic comments. Fool, I said that. Uh, Viacom CBS is ending decades-long relationship with Nick Cannon after he recently made anti-Semitic comments on his podcast. The actor and TV host was joined by controversial hip-hop figure Professor Griff on a recent episode of the Cannon Class podcast, where talk turned to black people as the true, quote-unquote, Hebrews and included anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Viacom CBS announced Tuesday that it was severing ties with Nick Cannon. On Wednesday, a spokesman for the corporation released a statement to CNN saying the company condemns bigotry of any kind and will categorically denounce all forms, all forms of anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism. In other words, Nick, you just got canceled, dude. Oh. Now, this is the worst kind of canceled. See, this is the fear of a black planet. Canceled. I only say that with the correlation of Professor Griff. And if you don't know who Professor Griff is and you understand the fear of the black planet, stop listening to my podcast. No, you need to continue listening to my podcast so I can get you smart and get you caught up. Uh, can someone please explain to me this? Why, why the hell Mel 
crazy ass Gibson did not get canceled for his anti-Semitic rant. And talk about killing his girlfriend and whatnot or his ex-girlfriend. Hollywood just gave this hee-haw a slap on the wrist, a couple low butcher movies, and he's still in there. Damn, if they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. <laughs> now back to our radio schedule, canceled culture podcast. Emily Vanderworth, a Vox critic at large, she tweeted that co-worker Maddie Glacier's signature on the letter made it harder to work at the media company. If that's the case, two words, chick, leave. Or as they like to say in Tombstone, bye. You smell that? Yeah. Smell like somebody died. Movie quote, remember. Now, Emily screenshot the letter that she wrote to Vox. However, Emily turned around and later tweeted that Iglesias should not be fired for signing the letter because that would give him the impression that he was being martyred for his beliefs. Iglesias has never said anything to discredit or tarnish Emily. In fact, he's always been supportive of the female identifying writer. And this is from Emily Vanderwerf's mouth. Talking about getting the knife through the back, through the heart. Oh my God. The letter continues. The restriction of debate, whether by a representative of the government or an intolerant society, invariably hurts those who lack power and makes everyone less capable of a democratic participation. The way to defeat bad ideas, this is what she wrote, this is her. The way to defeat bad ideas is by exposure, argument, and persuasion. Not by trying to silence or wish them away. Hmm, kind of like what you did. Yeah, hypocrite. <laughs> How can you first one so you don't want to get the man fired, but you take an internal letter that should have stayed internal, post that joker on Twitter, boom, cancel culture. And then you use a trigger word. I said it before and I'll say it again. I don't feel safe. So, uh, Emily, so what you're saying is you don't feel safe from a man who's always supported you, never said anything bad about you or derogatory towards you and had your back. But yet now, because he signed his name on a paper of freedom of speech, you do not feel safe. Yes. Bullshit. She doesn't want dude to get fired, quote unquote, that's crap. Otherwise, she wouldn't have posted this junk. And she, all she's trying to do is drum up enough sympathetic, I guess sympathetic hope backing to shame this guy into either A, quitting, B, getting fired, or three, apologizing, quitting, and or getting fired. One of those three. But that's what she's trying to do. You know, once again, bullshit. Now, the question at hand outside of legalities, can you actually battle the cancel culture? And I will tell you, yes, my friends, you can. Now, you can be ignorant like me. I can be ignorant from time to time. I'm not going to lie. I'm not really a nice guy. I'm, I do have an ugly side. <laughs> and just let the hate just make you stronger because I live on the dark side, my G. Get it? Live on the dark. Never mind. Or you can be like Liam Neeson from Taken. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you. I don't have money. But I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare to people like you. If you let my reputation go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will cancel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you can be like Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, or Jordan Peterson and say, fuck it and fuck you. <laughs> you can't fade the remorseless. You can't do it. See, internet trolls are nothing more than weak individuals who were bullied in school and now have found the anonymity of the internet and they can hide because they don't get punched in the face because you know what? Come up to me talking crazy. I keep bail money, you feel me? I keep bail money. 
but they use this as a ploy to hurt people or shame people. And they're, this was this has been around. I'm not gonna say it hasn't been around, but it just ramped up and got more speed because everybody right now are just preying on the George Floyd murder, and they're just people. Are, Nobody wants controversy. Nobody wants, if they see it or think it, they start apologizing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to be labeled as racist or homophobic or transphobic. But here's my question. Where was that same sentiment after 9-11? Where the Muslim community was and still is being attacked? Or how about when people started attacking Asians over the COVID-19? or COVID And you know, Trump, he continued to say the China virus. How come ain't nobody said anything about that? How can we cancel that? Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Now, you might say my views are controversial, or controversial, conservative, controversial, a little bit of both. You might say that my views are conservative, and you know what, they might be, but understand this, without causation, well, causation without justification leads to predation of our individual rights. Furthermore, I am neither on the right or the left, but you're not gonna piss on my boots and tell me it's raining? Nah, it ain't happening. Cancel culture is nothing more than a way to hurt people's reputation because most of us refuse to accept the forced norms. If you ask me, I will think about it. But if you tell me, I'll go deaf. And if you try to force me, well, Allahu Akbar to you. And if you don't know what that means, that is, God be with you because I'm about to F you up. That's all I mean. Well, I added the F you up. But it basically means God be with you. And, and oh God, I'm trying to make people smarter. People don't have to to like me just because I'm black. And for those who don't know or didn't know, yes, I've been black all my life, do the contrary belief. People don't have to accept the fact that devout Christians don't believe in homosexuality. They don't. People don't even have to accept the fact that it takes a biological man and a biological woman to procreate, to make a baby. We don't have to accept the cis titles that are put on us. You don't have to accept any of that, but I'm telling you right now, you're not gonna shame me for being an American for wanting to enjoy the rights and privileges of the United States Constitution that's been afforded to me for the very rights of this Constitution that I have and many people like me have protected. See, the cancel culture is a threat to our individual liberties and our freedom of speech. This is nothing more than a gateway to Marxism and will ultimately fail. Why? Because I'm an American. We are Americans. And I, as everybody else that's American, reserve the right to be an asshole. That's right. We deserve that right. Because everybody knows America's an asshole. That's the first thing they say. American asshole. That's what they say. So now I'm going to end this podcast with this quote from Alexander Hamilton. He was American. That's why. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Those who stand for nothing, they also fall for anything. But when you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. If you don't understand that, you might need to rewind or just go back to the very beginning of this podcast and listen again. I want you to stay frosty, my friends. This is Brian Matthews, a.k.a. Night 17, and you've been fed.